welcome to episode four of Japa Diaries. On Japa Diaries, we document the experiences of African immigrants in the diaspora. And on this week's episode, we talk about feminism, womanism, bridging the gap, beauty standards, all of that. Um, quick trigger warning: there is mention of sexual harassment. Um, but other than that, it was an amazing episode. It was fantabulous. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Japa Diaries. Enjoy yeah. it. Hi. Hi guys, welcome to episode four of Jaguar Diaries, a podcast documenting the experiences of African immigrants in the diaspora. Wow. Uh, how you doing, Malik? I'm pretty good. I'm actually surprised I'm already at four. Yeah, right? Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like because, it's, I think it's because this is actually our first one recording, like after it has actually come out. So while casting, the first three episodes were pre-recorded, we needed to like prep ourselves, all that good yeah, stuff. A little bit of um, buffering. Yeah, but how has the reception been for you? I, I think um, it's, been, it's been tasteful. Um, I think everyone really liked the first episode we put out with just us two on there. Um, mm-hmm. The one with the lovely ladies as well was pretty good. Um, mm, I can't see me. Yeah. And if anything, you know, I think we're getting more comfortable. We're having more fun, so yeah, I got some so good reviews more. too. Yeah, and um, one reoccurring comment that keeps coming up is people are saying that we refer to our parents as your parents. Have you gotten that feedback? I've gotten that in real life. Yes, <laughs> because, <laughs> because they were like, "I think it's a siblings." I'm like, "Yeah, but those are her parents." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I've literally, I've gone to a couple of people being like, not you saying your parents. Like one person told me, I didn't want to assume. I just presumed you guys had different parents and that's why you guys were doing that. Yeah, now nah, we have the same parents. Um, <laughs> Just to clear that up. Same mother, yeah. same father. And we love them both dearly. Y- yes. However, sometimes they need to be your parents. Yeah. <laughs> that's just honestly what it is. Yeah. 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 Um, another feedback I got was, People thought we were cutting Simi off, like we were letting her talk. Guys, Lagos Internet played also. Like, there was just a lag, long story short. Um, so we very much value everything that Simi has to say. It was just a little bit of a lag. If we um, could, we'd, if we could, we'd have her back or run it back. No, seriously, we actually almost ran the episode back. <laughs> but like... Let's not go into that. Let's not go into that at all. Let's not go into that at all. Um, but yeah, today I wanted to talk about something that um, we kind of talked about a little bit in episode one we talked about how um just moving to the u.s moving to a different place kind of has you it forces you to think differently like you have to open your mind to different ways of thinking and what wasn't like the norm for you before yeah and one of those things that i think really changed for me once i moved to the u.s was like my perception of feminism word 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 do you remember the first time you heard that word uh, I think it must have been in Nigeria. It must have been Chimamanda related. I didn't really understand mm-hmm. what the word was at the time. But I, I knew it was controversial. For, yeah. for whatever reason, I knew it was, it was controversial. Yeah. But, that, <laughs> I don't even know why. Like, I think the perception, so mine was also in Nige, definitely the first time. And I think it was definitely around that whole 
we teach girls to shrink themselves to make themselves smaller. It was definitely to my mother. Beyonce was Beyonce. the first time you hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> that was like yeah, level year twelve. Okay, like okay. I was a I was a baby girl, yeah. Okay, like okay, it was okay. Chimamanda that really said. Of course, like I think okay, that was the first time the word really stood out to me because I think I definitely heard it from Chimamanda before. And mm-hmm. it is so weird, but like in Nigeria, like Chimamanda is like a polarizing topic for some people because they're like, Oh, she's too feminist. And her brand of feminism is like, hey guys, let's just treat women equally let's not mm-hmm. expect them to do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. it's not free the nipple type of it's not outrageous like, oh, so it's not even outrageous it's, it's not even so. outrageous feminism it's just basic feminism but like I'm dead. that should just give you context of the kind of society oh, wait so <laughs> we say, say like feminism has a spectrum yeah absolutely absolutely okay. absolutely okay. Okay. Um, okay. but the but of course before before i fully understood what feminism was i think for me it was just black or white like yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, titties out, or mm-hmm, you're like you're mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was the type of feminism. I even remember like when I just moved to the US, I remember somebody asking me like, "Oh, like do you identify as feminist?" And I remember just being like, "Hmm, I don't know." Like that's 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 a good question. Yeah, I was going to ask like, you know, when's the first time you are, you self identified as? You know what? I'm actually a feminist. I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know the specific time, but I think it definitely came with understanding what it was more and like mm-hmm. it not just being about how you dress it was it was very core things but here's one thing i will say i think i was always feminist before i understood what feminism was right because okay. i was always that person i can't remember like i remember in primary school i played the drums with i was the only girl playing drums i was taking drum lessons like with mm-hmm. some guys i was the only girl because i had this very big reason of trying to prove that like women can do the same thing that men can do like girls can do something that guys can do i remember my like maybe six seven birthday cake was like the pink power not pink the blue power ranger from ninja ninja force wait but what's that babe do yeah, but still, it was a Power Ranger cake, okay? Like, pay attention to what is happening. <laughs> wow, not me remembering, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I would just, I would do things like that to kind of just show that, like, the whole, like, female roles and all those things aren't very, like, you know, set in stone. Like, women can do whatever, like, most mm-hmm. things that men can do also. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. I will say I will say you give off that energy, you know, like was you know if Malik is doing like you know I don't I didn't know if it came from a from a oh I can just do everything Malik is doing because you know siblings slightly compete you know there's you know, there's healthy competition and stuff like that or it was a mm-hmm. case of no you know he's a guy he can do this too I should be able to do this too I know I think because I would say it's a bit you, of both okay okay yeah okay. because also recall we grew up all of our cousins are guys minus like two or three. Mm-hmm. right so yeah. i i always grew up around guys and yeah. they would always like the parents and everybody would always remind me i'm the only girl like i remember like you guys mm-hmm. would be taking off your shirts like mm-hmm. when you're in the house and they're like hey you, you can't do that one with them. <laughs> that's not for you right <laughs> but like i just i grew up in that situation so i think it was also like one competing with my cousins and my sibling but also like i can do this too this yeah. ain't a problem what you mean yeah. i can't do this but girls, please don't be taking off your shirt like that, okay? I was a baby girl. I didn't know what's happening. Anyways, you're a guy. 
This is a is that so? mm-hmm. it is, <laughs> Yes. It is very much expected of women to like be feminists, right? But obviously we've shown that there's a lag for me as a Nigerian woman, you know, like identified as being feminist. Okay. As a Nigerian man, explain to me how you perceive feminism. First and how that all, perception has changed over the years because I'm praying to God that it has changed over the years. First of all, you know, um, as a man, I think I'm the best person to discuss this topic. And let me Absolutely. explain. Let me explain to you what feminism is. I'll, me, I'll yeah. tell you now. I'll, mm-hmm. you know, as jot the things, yeah. Jot things down. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like I said, I think the first... Um, first time I was, I was aware of feminism, you know, again, was in Nigeria, didn't make too much sense of it. I think it was actually when I came to the U.S., I started, re- I started really having those conversations, you know, and understanding the quality and equity of it. And from the get-go, I did have resistance, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, okay, you know, what's going on? Like, what is it that exactly, you know, women want? Like, how are you not equal now? Do you understand? Mm. Like, I fully felt like, you know, that like you know everything is fine like what do we need change for but i think in hindsight i, I was definitely lying to myself because i always felt like there was an imbalance mm-hmm. growing up in nigeria like you know when people have those um boys versus girls or do you have mm-hmm. a boy first or a girl first or something mm-hmm. like that? I, I could tell that society was favoring men, men. okay so you were just of, in denial it wasn't that you weren't aware you just tried to like ignore it a little bit I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of ignoring and just not engaging with the thought, you know, because mm. yeah, okay, we favor men. I mean, it's not the best thing. I don't think it's great, but yeah. does it mean women are suffering as a consequence of us uplifting oh, men? So, I mean, which again is not, you know, sound reasoning, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I was like, Okay, then I said, you know, engaging the conversation and I started seeing how the patriarchy, like, you know, deeply affects, you know, 50% of the population. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, all, I think it's more, it's more in your face too in the US of diaspora more than it is back home because, you know, the patriarchy is Explain. also somewhat part of the culture. So not, there are not a lot yeah. of women, there are not a lot of of women or men engaging in those conversations as much back home for us to even like question ideas okay, I was going and to culture say because I'm pretty sure kind of the patriarchy is very much present in the West. In fact, we probably bought it from them. And yeah, they, know, yeah, they thought us rubbish, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, so okay, but that makes sense if you're saying that the conversations are more open and um present in the in the West as compared to like our home. And interestingly enough, that's one of the reasons why I. I was like, I don't know if I want to move back to Nigeria um, because I knew that the kind of person that I am, the kind of things I want to do, I'm very mm. much like a get this thing done. Like mm. I want to push like boundaries and envelopes, not even necessarily like a defiant way, but in like a why is somebody doing this yet type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, And I know that if I was ever in Nigeria, my life is already harder because I'm a woman, apparently yeah. one. Women yeah. renting apartments is the whole thing in Nigeria. As in, yeah. ah, are yeah. you guys running yeah. a brothel? You can't yeah. go to yeah. lunch 
Or you can't go to the club with your girlies, too many girlies, they'll be thinking that everybody here is Ashe Wu. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, going to, if you're going into a meeting or you're meeting people, you'll be like, mm, let me call one of my guy friends, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so there, yeah. there were all these things that I was just like, man, okay, life is already hard enough being a woman, being black, being all these things. Like, why would I now go to Nigeria where I know that it's very obviously going to impede it more? Mm-hmm. Now, more than likely, Nigeria has... um evolved <laughs> since i left obviously um you don't think so uh, i mean tell you. i don't i mean from i mean the world is you know evolving the so, world is evolving yeah so the patriarchy 10 years ago is not what it is today so uh, the, the patriarchy is still patriarchy yeah but it will still be applicable in nigeria too like you know the patriarchy of what it was in 10 years ago in nigeria is not the same as it is now but you mm-hmm. know that's not to say that we don't have mountains to still move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, one of the things that kind of, I guess, opened my brain as I was also like opening up to like feminism and all that it is is like also understanding beauty standards and how those are messed up by patriarchy, right? Hmm. Let me give you a concrete like example. All right. So when I was in Nige, the natural hair movement had started, right? Everybody was like, oh, cutting their hair, you know, tiny mini fro, all that good stuff. And I was there like, I don't have a bad relationship with my hair. My hair is fine. There's nothing wrong with my hair. It's just easier. Everything is just much easier with relaxed hair. I come to the US. All the black girls in my school, all the black girls in my school, I kid you not, all of them are natural, right? Uh And I'm like, man, all right, maybe I should, maybe I should try this natural thing out. And up until this point, I was in denial of like, oh my God, the reason why Americans are so into like the natural, you know, natural hair movement is because you they've been, the you soil. know, yes, and they <laughs> haven't been, <laughs> you don't connect to the soil. <laughs> but yeah, and then also, you know, white people have the, the standard of beauty for them for so long and they just want to connect. Like me, I don't care. I don't have any relationship like that. Like it's totally mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I got to and that's my premium. Head. That's premium whitewashing because yes. you truly believe that you you you, you would truly believe that. My brain <laughs> believed the narrative. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, of course, yeah, like, come on, this is an come American on. problem. Yeah, excuse you know, me. I was, mm-hmm. This is not for me. I mm-hmm. don't have that relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so my hair started growing fast, and every time I do relax, so after one month, it's like new growth. I was like, okay, I think maybe I should start exploring this natural hair thing. So I, you know, started transitioning. I went to Nige and I did my big chop. <clears throat> Guy, as they were chopping the hair, I wanted to ask him. Control Z, control Z, control Z. You've been put a bar for my head, I beg. Wait, so just kidding, wait, just wait. kidding. Check just it, kidding, check it, check it. Just exactly, kidding. exactly. Had, bro, and that was even like December, guys. So we were moving, but I was wearing a wig, all that stuff. But still, man, I was stressed. Like, my entire internal being, I I just, I couldn't believe what I looked like. Like, that was my first time seeing my natural hair in over 10 years. Like, oh, I wow. didn't know what to do with it. I didn't, like, you understand? Mm-hmm. And so, as I'm going through this, I'm realizing that, wait, so, this beauty standard thing, too, it carried and reached us in night. Because yeah, why are we the so differently. One, two, why are we the bleaching center of the world? Like, why is, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, statistically, of, are we? Guy, wild day, I'm pretty sure wild day. Wow. 
Yeah, us yeah, and yeah, India. Yeah. Like it's not going well. For yep, us, right? yep, 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 yep. But like perceiving those like busy standards and like how like we too have also aspired to like white, you know, forms of European beauty and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And so I think what's interesting about being in that in-between space where you're not fully in American culture is that you can analyze it from the outside, right? Yeah, yeah. But also it allows you to sort of analyze the culture of your home country as well because you're no longer fully immersed in that society, right? Yeah. And so as I'm in this middle space having my mental breakdown, I'm realizing that's a, that. That's an interesting vantage point. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, there's so much, like my perspective of the world has changed so much by just being in that middle space because mm-hmm. like you start to realize one, how different people are, but also how similar we are on just like very base level things. And more Give us an example. Mm, so of like a base level thing. Yeah. That was similar. Um, okay. Here's a good one. I think when I was learning about black culture, so my approach to learn about black culture became a thing of like, well, in the US, I'm black. I might as well know what I'm being proxied to, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, what is this identity I'm being proxied to? Um, and just watching how, when you take away, this person is black American. They're not like me. Like all those, like, you know, all those things on paper, right? Of like uh-huh. who they are and what their identity is. Uh-huh. It's just a girl in college trying to get her degree. Like you, a girl in college trying to get her degree. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's just a girl trying mm. to, you know, make the best out of her situation. She's moved however many miles away from home to, like, make things happen. You, too, have also moved a yeah, couple more miles away from home. Yeah. Like, so you, you just, yeah. you you begin to, you like... You left your hometown. Home. You left your hometown yeah. to come to this... Um, states that you've probably never been to either, you know, yeah, to pursue yeah. an education. Yeah, and yeah. those type of things are like just shared experiences. But here's one shared experience that I was not prepared to have. Shoot. <laughs> it's really messed up. Um, so we know the reputation of Nigerian lecturers, right? Yes. And I don't even think it's just Nigerian. Let me let me let me say that that's not just Nigerian. I, but it's okay, you can put them on blast. It's okay, you can put them on blast. Then yeah. all right. <laughs> there have been stories movies everything written about them but essentially there was a bbc documentary do you remember what it was, was called? yeah yeah um grades for something sex for grades yeah yeah well, sex for grades. Could have done better well, go on. do you understand yeah. i actually just thought about that right now i was like mm, yeah, yeah, yeah could have been spicy here yeah, but anyways mind. the whole thing is like Nigerian lecturers will make sexual advances or like sexually harass students, specifically female students. Um, so they will fail them if they don't, you know, take on their sexual advances mm. or they will literally do sex in exchange for grades. Like I know people who have repeated classes because they weren't giving the professor the, you know, attention. the reciprocal attention yeah. that he was looking for, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. See me thinking, oh, okay, I'm not a Nigeria. That's not going to be a problem for me anymore, you know? Uh-huh. America has structure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Their system has structure. Like, things will, things will go that way. Shuketha was, 
Um, it was my sophomore year. I was taking a class. Um, and this professor had a reputation. Usually how it goes, professor has a reputation. They're telling oh, wow. me don't so everyone's yeah. already okay. everybody's so already that extra that means you're extra sleazy. I was yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was very like um they just told me he has a reputation, you know, something about women with scarves. I was like, what the hell? Like this is such a weird specific you know, just for thing. context, um this man's race is white. It's a Caucasian. white white man. Continue. It's Continue. a white white man. Yes, yes, Continue. yes, yes, yes. An old white man, a tenored old white man professor. Um uh-huh. so I kind of, you know, avoid him. I don't really take class with him, whatever. I had like I had a class with him, but I never really like interacted with him one on one, right? Because I wasn't trying to like point myself out. Um I think he might have had a thing for black women too, also. Oh, so yes. let's add a layer of another problem. Um and one day something happens during the week and I just have a lot of exams in one week. So I ask him, I want to ask him if he can move my exam to a different date. Because I tried to ask the other professor, and that guy told me a big Take your ill. I was like, dang, okay. Um, but I go with a friend. I go with a guy friend to go and ask him because again, he has a prof- um, reputation. See me mm-hmm. again now, still also having to do all these things of like taking a man done, with me. You have done the same thing. Yeah. I would have done the exact same thing in night, right? So I yeah. took a guy with me. So I asked him, can I move my um exam? He says, Oh yeah, you know, sure. Like, I'm not moving it because you brought X, Y, and Z with you. Um, I did it because yeah, you are shaking your fanny. I said, huh? My fanny? Does he know what that means? Exactly. Two things I learned. <laughs> One, I learned that in America, fanny means your butt. You could have fully prosecuted this man for that. Exactly, right? I've learned that in America, they use it to refer to your butt and not mm-hmm. your other area, right? Mm-hmm. But two, this was in front of a classroom, guys. This wasn't in front of Oh, he office. said it in front? He oh. said it in front of a classroom. Now, the class didn't hear So, there's, right? there like, are witnesses. Ah. So, so okay. Wait, 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 wait. So, the only witness, really, is the person I came with. Because the yeah. class is, is over. Everybody's leaving. Mm-hmm. And I, I he's still in front of the class, you know, wrapping up his lecture, like, packing up his stuff. That's when we went to go see him. Mm-hmm. So, he said it. And I was just like... Like, my whole body froze. I went into shock mode, like, the whole kind of thing. And I just, I couldn't believe it. And I remember telling somebody about this. And by by midday, maybe five other people had come to me like, oh, my God, is that true? Right? And instead of spreading. being like, it started spreading. And instead of me being like, um, yeah, can you imagine that nonsense? This is something that happens. For a lot of women, when somebody mm-hmm. does that to you, you're in so much shock. You, for whatever reason, take on the shame. Mm-hmm. You take on the shame, like, oh my God, I shouldn't have yeah. done this. So, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah, because that's what the, you know, that's what the patriarchy teach too. Like, you know, yeah, what, that what is your fault? What are you fault. wearing? Exactly. Where did you go? All that good exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And so all that thing, is, it's just all of these things are coming to me. And then I finally have a moment where I'm like, say that word he said that word he said that yeah. word with the witness like he's yeah. the one in 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 the wrong here so finally i have classed him a few days later and i go up to him and i'm like this is the time i want to take the exam um and i felt inclined for all the women who didn't say anything i was like by the way that was a very inappropriate thing to say you should never say that to me or anyone ever because that was extremely problematic if i hear that you don't listen again you don't have a problem with me, you're talking with me. 
Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the difference is in a Nigerian lecturer, that would have earned me an F. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> if you it, got, okay, so you beat. think you think you are somebody now, eh? I yeah, show yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> interestingly, this ended up with me finishing the class with a B+. Plus. Even though I was sort of failing that class. Um, but yes. how crazy is that? Yeah. In the base level of like the shared experience of feminism, the shared experience of being a woman, like on, do you understand what I'm saying? At the end of the day, certain things are just going to connect us as like certain people. Like I thought I had escaped ex specific experience because I was like, oh, that's Nigerian patriarchy. No, baby, that's the international patriarchy. The patriarchy yeah. patriarchs wherever it wants to patriarch. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a show. It's a show in the most unexpected places. Yeah. And so that was that was that. Um how does that make you feel? Um like I like I want to rock, but this is not the first time I've heard this story, so I'm I'm not as emotional about it as okay. I think the first time. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, I think is how do you how do you get rid of that kind of behavior like all this conversation we do all this talk we do you know it's ongoing but yet you mm -hmm. know we still have these things what is what's the what's the society that looks what does a society without the patriarchy look like and you know how do we get there because um, as far as i know i think conversation is mm -hmm. just personally is the, is the tool that you know has helped me and you know some of my friends as well but mm. you know how much talking do we have to do to eventually get to this ask, question would you say that your guy friends are receptive to feminism yeah yeah i would really? say okay yeah yeah i would say um like initially me myself i wasn't like i remember a, a girl asked me one time are you a feminist i, I was like <laughs> I believe in equality. I believe in equality <laughs> of the sexes, but I won't say I'm a feminist. Just like, yeah. but what does feminism is? Isn't Me that the quality too. of the? Isn't that the quality of the sexes? Like, um, <laughs> I don't know because I I don't believe in free the nipple and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I do, you know, you know, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think you know. Ultimately, like you know, when we're having those, it's really like I think in college when we really start having those conversations, and you know, when it's just mm -hmm. us, you know, we we'll talk about it a little candidly too, and you'll be like, okay, so you know, we all kind of know that you know something is off here, and you know, it's not mm -hmm. fair, and that kind of thing, mm -hmm. and you know, feminism too. Like at that point, if you are if you are if you are saying oh, I'm a feminist or you believe in equality, it almost felt like you are siding against your guys, which mm -hmm. you know is. is broke code you, you were expelling you you know that's wow yeah you're committing crimes against the nation mm, it's giving toxic yeah, but that's that's a little bit but that yeah, yeah that, that's how it, that's how it works it's all it's all it's all toxic behavior mm -hmm. but I yeah i will say i will say that you know we all grew you know we just kept on having those conversations you know, there'll be a story here on the read on twitter i won't start talking about it and i think we de there was definitely growth from five years ago to today for sure i would hope so i would hope so would you say that now like do you hear any of those stories like 
of men just doing things that like specifically maybe like african like immigrant men like doing things where it's like that's that's wrong yeah do you find just do you find your guys calling each other out because i've always wondered do men call each other out so i think the biggest part the biggest part of it was the biggest issues that we have is that you know men don't actually hold each other accountable or Mm -hmm. responsible because Mm -hmm. if i think there's you know there's repercussions from your society telling you all of you know you need to do better all that good stuff but if your guys are like bro we're not we're not really we're not really, not with this. we're not really fucking with this like you need to mm-hmm. you need to fix up that carries and holds more weight have you ever had that conversation with your guy friend oh damn we are going there okay yeah no, I okay. yes 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 i have yes guy, I, have. I just shared my sexual assault story to the world get in there yeah okay okay, okay. yeah yeah i have i have i've had the, i've had that i've had that conversation before um, I think the part that I struggle with is, or the conversation we hear about is, you know, why are you still friends mm-hmm. with, with these people? And I could, I could be making an excuse for, you know, men who decide to you know, stay friends with people who haven't always been at their best mm-hmm. is because if, if I'm not, if, if, if we're if his friends are not around to tell him what he's done is wrong or to be yeah. better, then who's going to tell him? And mm-hmm. if he's living in a bubble and just continuing that behavior, and yeah. no one is checking him, like me not being his friend doesn't necessarily, necessarily help the situation. Yeah, it'll just be punishment. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've wronged someone for sure. You know, there should be some repercussion for sure I, mm-hmm. what that Do what shape time. or form that takes you know i'm open to that conversation but i don't think me being not being his friend anymore essentially changes anything okay i think i agree with you i think the only um i also agree like there's there's a council culture also around that and mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that because that's it's that's really kind effective. of only justice that's only justice that we really that have we can because, really give yeah, yeah because prosecuting for those kind of behaviors legally and through proper channels mm-hmm. is very it's difficult is yeah very difficult to prove he said she said so mm-hmm. streets yeah. says this is how we run it <laughs> no actually that's literally <laughs> us being like anyhow for us uh, you bro you's in jail uh-huh. but like yeah, I was thinking, I, I also agree, like, maybe that's not necessarily, like, cutting the pressing off altogether, but I think the what calls for the cutting off altogether is when your guy has repeated... Oh, uh, pattern? Oh, we don't do patterns. People yeah. are just coming. People yeah, are just pattern. coming, yeah, telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even after the thing, the guy is still even... That's no, no, where no, I'm no, like, no, 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 you got to take out. No, 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 no. Haba, yeah. haba. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, think, I think a lot of the responsibility of, like, what's going on is really on the guys because i think one the guy already does not really value the woman experience for him to do that to somebody just based on the thing of like oh she's a woman like and i've noticed that this is more prominent in like nigerian spaces like the two three times i've been out out like with nigerians this year somebody has grouped me a random person has grouped me like and and i'll be there with my partner right so my boyfriend is there exactly the audacity, right? So, like, that's a quick just, elbow. That's a quick elbow to the face. 
Oh yeah, but like it, it's the kind of thing that it happens so quickly that your brain cannot even process. Did somebody really happen. just do that, right? Yeah, because you, you are still in shock. Like no one's actually yeah, I'm that still in shock by what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it was just passing by. Maybe it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. It was not because it happened twice. <laughs> it happened Same twice. person. So the first person multiple times. Like the first time I didn't, I like shocked. Second time I just like brushed. But he wasn't. He wasn't really guessing. I think I was somebody. I had to push like forcefully, like bro. Back shit. up. Like I don't, I don't, and I'd also been out with people that I hadn't really been out with before, so I didn't want to be that babe that was parrying or defending everybody better, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. still, it was like, damn, you in my space. Mm-hmm. And the second time, I really didn't even know who he was. I just like there were maybe three people in that space, but I couldn't tell like who had actually done it. So I also didn't want to like super duper para, right? Mm-hmm. But like yeah, like I've I've had that happen so many times. Like even when I'm out in Houston, like I had a friend ah. One guy grouped her, God, that was just chaos. Like, he kept doing it. He followed her to the car, even. Like, it was it was excessive. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like, it was at that point where, like, the women are telling you to stop, you're not stopping. So, I'm I'm glad that men are speaking up to their friends to be like... Yeah, yeah. I think to dismantle, the, to dismantle the patriarchy, men have to actively, actively participate. Mm-hmm. If... if Women are doing most of the labor. You can they can only do as they can only go so far. For mm-hmm. a truly equitable society, men have mm-hmm. to be active, active players. Mm-hmm. What and, does you know, active look like? Um, maybe yeah, first of all, just calling out all the injustice, workplace, pay, all that good stuff. Um, household, what your children see. All that good, mm. that good stuff. It'll trickle, it'll trickle into society. Um, mm. But yeah, because we created it, you know, so we have to yeah, yeah clean it up. And you know, no one is really inclined to because you know it puts it puts you at a disadvantage. So the mm. question is, are you ready to enjoy this advantage I mean, at the disadvantage, is it disadvantage of or others? Is it just, okay, okay, I get what you're saying. It puts women at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was going so, to say, like, is it disadvantaging men or is it just leveling everybody out? Yeah, but like, if you are already on top and you are now leveling, in your you, brain, is it disadvantage? You've messed up my pee, bro. Okay, <laughs> okay. I was living I soft life here. Yeah. Now my life is left softer. It's less softer. Please, 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 please. What fair, are you even making noise about? Hey, what is it? <laughs> Go home. Go home. Read those guys... children. <laughs> Read those children well, yeah, because we've allowed you in the workplace. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Everybody <laughs> takes you out of context. I beg, I beg. <laughs> Please, guys, he's joking. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Woo. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's it for me. Those are my questions, honestly. Mm. Oh, I was going to ask you something. Oh yeah, okay. I was thinking oh about the battles we fight to mm-hmm. move the needle. So mm-hmm. um I think obviously because you said feminism is a spectrum, right? Yeah. So you say like I don't like to say extreme because if it's spectrum, you're implying that there's a there's an extreme. There are two M's, yeah. There are two M's, right? So there's I don't but I don't like the idea of saying an extreme feminist, but to get to my yeah. question. There are easier things to fight mm-hmm. 
that are plain and clear, in, you know, in a set like women should you know get paid the exact same for doing the same job as a man. Oh, yeah. Then there's also a man can take off his shirt in public and socially acceptable. Why can't I take off my shirt in public and socially acceptable? One of those things is clearer and mm. easier to, to fight. fix, adjust, and you know you can get more people behind that than the other. Mm. And mm. I will say those are those are both you know fair arguments for equality or equity. Like if that's a need that women need, you know, then mm. we yeah we should factor it into our discussions for you know what kind of world we want to live in. But mm-hmm. I think more men are inclined to be like yeah let's let's do the let's do the first thing first rather than you think so than the other thing i think men like money too much to give us that copy i can't lie to you my question though is should we be fighting all the arguments across the spectrum or should Mm. we be honing in on the apparent and easier ones then you know work our way up the ladder okay um i think this is an example of American, like, white woman feminism and, like, I guess what Americans also call womanism, but it's really more just, like, what does feminism look like to black women? Like, Which one is womanism now? Womanism? <laughs> Let me pull out my college education for this one. But it is essentially... Malik is taking notes, guys. I'm crying. <laughs> womanism is, like, um, it was a break-off of feminism where... Um, women of color, specifically black women, didn't feel like their issues were being represented, right? Mm. So the issues that white women were having, like, during the feminism movement, yeah, they were all women problems, but, like, specific black women problems, like, hey, we should also have, you know, access to all these things. White women were still playing on race, right? Like, mm, I'm kind of enjoying the white, you know, supremacy. I don't know about giving you... You understand? So the same thing, like, men were doing with, like, patriarchy, mm. how much I want to share was the same thing that white women are doing with like feminism i'm not sure i want to share like oh those issues those issues are too big you know let's start with the small ones right mm. and so womanism mm. was birthed out of like you guys clearly are not really working with our specific issues like if you're saying you're feminist that should mean all women right and mm. you're not doing that okay i mean so, it makes sense that you can battle racism within feminism absolutely absolutely like, but what you're saying is that woman, womanism is a breakout from feminism that also repels racism as well. So womanism is anti-patriarchy, is anti-racism. Um, it's anti-anything that doesn't give every human a, like equal playing field. Okay. Which is the core of what feminism is, right? Yeah, equal yeah. opportunities for men and mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Um. So back to your question, championing, all that kind of thing. I think it really depends on your society and who you're speaking to, right? Because like Nigeria's feminism or the kind of issues that Nigerian women will have is like, you know what? My husband should not be beating me, you know? And my mm-hmm. husband shouldn't be able to vex and say that he's not feeding us for mm-hmm. one week, you know? And my paycheck shouldn't have to go into my husband's account. My paycheck should be able to go into my own account, right? Mm. So the whole thing about about like which issues people will get behind, I think is really just based on this society, if that makes sense. 
Like, yeah. so maybe, so maybe this taking off shirt thing might go further in America than it will in Nigeria, right? Because that's necessarily like the the feminism battle that we're trying to fight. In fact, I don't mm-hmm. even think Nigerian women are trying to take off their shirts. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. They, so like, it, they're like we have we have bigger fish. To we fry. have bigger fish to fry. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's, I think it's just one of those things. It just depends on the society that you're in. Yeah. And for I, me, being in the middle, a win on each side is a win for me. <laughs> a win is a win. And when is a win, okay? And when is a win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I was also just thinking that, you know, a lot of the effort, too, is just men or society seeing value in mm-hmm. what women bring to society. Like, an example would be, like, okay, we go out on a night out, right? I think here and in Nigeria, it would be the same night they were you know, the guys will pay or cover the bill, whatever, drinks, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And why, why are guys, you know, essentially okay with that? It's because they they are recognizing value in having mm-hmm. the women there. Mm-hmm. So they are they are ready to take that, you know, financial um, pay or... Uh, they, they financial pay, burden, yeah. Exactly, for... For the table, mm-hmm. because you know, women being around them as they're having mm-hmm. a good time with their friends and also they see value in that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by we need to just be recognizing value and not you know light ourselves or to you know the things that women also bring to society. Because these women are definitely capable of you know paying Pay for, for these the bottles. drinks, yeah. They'll be babes on the table that they are boiling out more than you. I don't know you about know? capable of me. I'm not capable of buying <laughs> but bottles. Men have men have realized there's value in them being here. Because mm-hmm. I think I mean equality won't really be won't really be the solution. I think you know equity, you know. Equity is always the solution. Yeah. yeah. So I think in a like with the woman pay gap again. You know, we can do a fact check later, but I think a lot of the hindrances, you know, to pay as well is like, you know, women leave the workforce to go have children. Mm-hmm. If you have three or four children mm-hmm. in the space of five, five years, right? That's a decent amount of time away from work. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time you come back into the workforce, the men that you are on par with have, have maybe two, two or three promotions Mm-hmm. you know since you left um but as a society i think we need to value that the man is in that office because someone else went home to have exactly. those kids and exactly the value that she's bringing we, we can mm-hmm. we can we need to find a way of like you know quantifying that and mm-hmm. seeing how we do so you, you know, know what they do now? Size. Yeah, what do they do? A lot of offices now will do parental leave. So everybody gets the same amount of time out. But here's why this is so funny. So my friends are about to get married. The guy right now, if he left his job for parental leave, he would get three yeah. months. The girl will get six weeks. Say that again? The guy would get three months of parental leave because that is the mm-hmm. policy that his company has. She mm-hmm. would get six weeks because of the policy that her company has. So it's not equal across it's the It's still not even making sense. man, like at the end of the day, <laughs> it's still not making sense. We've still somehow made the life easier for this guy. And I'm just like, yeah. just say you hate us and let's know that the world hates us. No, no, no. We don't hate you. We just love ourselves more. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. That's very comforting. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done taking the test. I'm done taking the test. All right. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did a lot. We, just, we did a lot. We did a lot. We just did a lot. It's a heavy episode. I hope you guys took, you know. Like, I wasn't ready. Should I we give a disclaimer ready. at the beginning no, of this? No, 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 no. Violence. Let them jump straight into it. I'll be anything you see. Take it like that. Exactly. It is what it is. All right. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. I promise our next episode will be lighter. Okay. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. I already, like, I think you will enjoy for sure. Um, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Well, TikTok, guys, at jackba.diaries. Any last words? Thanks, guys. Everyone be better. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.